0: Yeah, I had, I had the opportunity to go and see The Thing on original, not like the original, but like, you know, an old 35 millimeter print of the movie. Right. And I like, you know, I've seen The Thing multiple times. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I think it's like the greatest horror movie of all time. Um, But as soon better than as hatch- the movie. Better set- than Hatchet 2? hatchet 2 i've actually never seen hatchet 2 anyway go ahead. <laughs> well i mean no hatchet 2 isn't that the one that like everyone goes crazy about like that's, that's the, like the big cult classic that's one? the cult
1: classic yeah victor crowley that is <laughs> yeah victor <laughs> yeah. crowley yeah anyway um, so
0: but yeah so i was in the theater and like i said i've seen it multiple times but as soon as the movie started and i heard the music and it said you know Kurt Russell and Big White Lettering. Right. I forgot everything I knew about this movie and it was like <laughs> I was watching it for the first time. Like instant chills went down my spine as soon as I heard that first beat of the soundtrack. I've never I've never seen it on the big screen. It's gotta be awesome. Oh, it was ridiculous. And like also seeing it in 35 mil, like you Like, all the dust and scratches from the old film reel are still on it. So, like, when you're watching it, you see all those little, like, those scratches and the lines that just flicker in and out on the screen. And it's just, like... Like the way way
1: that Tarantino actually makes movies sometimes? Like, with those little... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, but it's, like, the real thing. And, you know, and obviously, like, in dark lighting, you can't... Like, in dark scenes, you really can't see it. But, like, you know, the opening is... You know, during the daytime, everything's white. So, like, all you see are just, like, the scratches, like, flickering up and down, like, with every frame. Right. And it's, like, the coolest thing ever. Um, but before they played it, uh, the lady talked about how, you know, the like, the thing on 35 millimeter looks great. It looks perfect. it's It's clean and clear. But then there was, like, some audio imperfections with, like, the opening and beginning credits. So, like, as soon as it plays, you hear, like, the the crackling of the speakers and stuff because there was like the audio or the soundtrack was messed up on the film reel. Really? Which is just so cool. Um but the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because for I mean first of all it's an absolute experience. Like seeing any old uh vintage movie on the big screen is crazy. Cause I remember when we like when we went and saw the uh the shining on the big screen that was crazy. Like it's just so immersive. And like, you know, the crowd, it was a packed theater, like a lot of people were there, which is nice. actually kind of cool. Usually, like, I wouldn't want that, but for this it was really fun. Right. Um, but you know, like the crowd was like laughing and like like screaming and cheering like they would at like an endgame premiere, you know, like anytime <laughs> Kurt Russell did something in the beginning when he's playing chess with the computer, yeah, he's like, you know, he got pissed off and everyone started laughing. Everyone laughed at anything that Palmer said. The guy with the um, the Walkman
1: and the right and like the cut jean jacket. Yeah. They
0: laughed at every freaking joke he told. What was and the? It's, just, uh, it's
1: so cool. What was the age? I mean, were there older people in there?
0: Oh, it was everyone. It was it yeah. was like I saw a kid that was like ten years old in there with his mom, mm-hmm. all the way up to you know probably like film professors like around here.
1: And yeah, once you've seen stuff, once you've seen a movie that much. You know, like if you've seen it like over and over and over, and you go to see it in the theater, that's when it's okay. Like if people are like cheering and stuff, you know, like (laughs) oh, it's just
0: it's awesome, you know, because like when, (laughs) like at the end when he throws the dynamite at the thing and he's like "fuck you too," everyone's like "yeah," (laughs) (laughs) everyone's like "woo," I'm like this is this is like ten times better than Endgame. Like this is phenomenal. That's great. Um, Yeah, I wish I could. But the one thing. The one thing I wanted to say, and I, you know, before I got on, I was trying to find the shot, you know, like I, they took uh, the thing off of like Tubi. They took it off Shutter, I think. Like it was on a lot of stuff and I was going to rewatch it because I noticed something when I saw it in theaters, I'm like, oh, holy shit, this changes everything. And why I'm getting so flustered about it is I just, I don't know if I'm going insane, like, I don't know if I was just seeing things or if it's actually there. Cause I can't find the shot. What like, shot? I don't know if it's like a, what shot is it? I don't know if it's like just a digital thing or it's like a, a film real thing, but it's not, it's not like an iconic shot. It's not a shot of like the thing or like any of the characters or anything like that. Okay. The best way I can describe it is remember at the beginning of army, army of dead, like mm-hmm. the Zack Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Army of Dead? Army of the Dead Army it? of the Dead? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you know, like we went and saw it in theaters, and then like a bunch of like theories came out about it about like robot like there's robot zombies in there and there's aliens, right? Right. Remember that shot in the beginning where like all the all the trucks are pulling out of the army base and you just see two lights in the distance that flash. Oh yeah. In the sky. So like, you know, there's literally UFOs in army of the dead. And I don't think a lot of people know that, but that was a wide shot. Right. Right. And that's the best way I can describe it. There is a shot in the thing that I saw on screen. It was like a wide shot of their base camp in the snow Mm -hmm. and in the sky beyond the mountains, there's two balls of light and I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I don't want to get myself like too hyped up with this. But I, I saw these two balls of light in the sky in this shot, and then after a while, they just vanished into thin air, like, through the sky. I'm like, okay, what was that?
1: So, this is on a... You've seen it, but it's not... It wasn't in the one you just saw?
0: No, I I just noticed it when I went and saw the 35 Oh, no, I thought you no said you were version. trying to find it. Like, like a, uh, okay. Well, I saw it in theaters, but I was trying to find it, like, just on YouTube. Like, I was trying to find that shot somewhere so that, like, I wasn't going insane, but... I swear to God, it was like two little UFOs kind of watching, you know, their base camp it's in not, the snow. And then they just, they receded. And I'm like, okay, was that intentional? Or was that like just some camera flare? Like what's going on there? So does the thing, the thing's not on anything right now? They They wiped it from everything? It's not on anything. That's why I like, if anyone's listening to this or, you know, if we make it into like a highlight, like on Instagram or something like that if you can go find the shot where you see two balls of light vanish into like the sky in John Carpenter's, the thing, please like send it to us. Cause I need to see it again.
1: That'd be so cool if he did if the, cause I've never noticed that. I don't think, I, I don't think I, yeah, it's, it's
0: slight. Like when I saw, I mean, it may have just been the most perfect viewing of the image, but, uh, well, the, yeah, the, the like, ones
1: in the ones in, um, army of the dead, they, uh, um, it's that when they they're sitting there and they leave after the trucks start pulling out almost like they're watching right. over and then okay well yeah. the trucks are leaving so we're gonna get out of here you know like it's because they're in area 51. um that's what it was like in the thing well, i swear maybe maybe that's why snyder did it in that one maybe because it's in the thing and it was a tribute so the hash Well, speaking of Zack Snyder, that is one little bit. Of, I didn't I send you an article about um, the main, the new guy, the new guy of Discovery, or I, I get him so confused. Which one is taking over? <laughs> um, Who who's running Discovery? Right, who's doing it? He wants to. He wants Snyder. He wants the Snyderverse to go. Like he wants it back on track. I sent I sent you an Ooh. article, didn't I? I don't know. I or can't I sent, remember us all. I, saw I sent it or you the Man not. of Steel, right? <laughs> I see the Man of Steel. Oh yeah, Man of Steel
0: two. Okay, well I didn't see that rumor. That's yeah. the start of it. That's that okay. this guy wants. As it the, should be.
1: He wants the Snyderverse back, and he wants the, the Man of Steel two, and I think he wants like the the whole Justice League of Snyder back. I, I think he wants that, and then um, apparently. I think it's happening this week. Snyder's supposed to be getting some huge deal from Warner Brothers, like he, like an oh over, my god, oh, yeah. it's coming, it's it's happening, it's like happening. He's supposed to get like an overall deal, um, because he's also involved in. Isn't there like a TV show that he's involved in or something? Aren't they doing some sort of? Uh, uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't really been. Yeah, well anyway lately. I that's apparently what's going on right now. The the new CEO okay. that's coming in, I think it's on the discovery side, he right. is a fan of Snyder. Like he wants Snyder <laughs> that world to be intact. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Oh my god. We'll see. Well, I
0: mean, on that on that same matter, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this or not. With all the bullshit that Ezra Miller's, but I'm not even gonna talk about Ezra Miller. I'm just gonna talk about this piece of news. The Flash has received the best, like test screening scores, like the best uh, audience testing Ugh. Ugh. since the Dark Knight trilogy for DC stuff.
1: Oh, everybody, just shut up. That's this, what is this? <laughs> this is no. I did see where he he met with the. He met with Warner Brothers, I guess, in DC to apologize for everything. No. Okay. Well no. I just
0: an apology should not like secure his spot as Flash. He needs to be done.
1: What are they gonna say? I don't him?
0: care. Like he's caused too much shit. What
1: are they gonna do? Send him out to promote this movie when it comes out? I mean I don't
0: know. Well he released like an apology. I'm not I don't I'm not gonna recite it. I don't have yeah. any facts to back it up, but like whatever. It was the most, like, bullshit thing I've ever, like, read in my entire life. It sounded, it like, for a guy of his aesthetic and his energy, what I read as his quote-unquote um, apology, mm-hmm. it just did not sound genuine whatsoever.
1: <laughs> they never do. Whenever somebody apologizes for that shit, I they never do. Here's my thing with that. If you're going to do something... Just freaking do it, and just and don't don't do the apology thing because it's it's always stupid. It always looks like it's been written yeah, out. Yeah, it's you know, so like, dumb. <laughs> like it's always a, it's always from the the mind of a publicist has written that shit out for people. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just. No, I don't even, I don't even care. I I might completely, I don't even care if there's connections to other things. I might completely boycott that movie when it comes out just because of him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I I don't know how, I don't know how I'll be able to, to watch him on screen and enjoy the movie. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he's such a menace. He's just just a menace. I just don't, I just don't. And yes, I'm allowed to not like somebody. I just don't like him. I don't like him. Like I just don't
0: I don't like him either. I'm just Well don't, well like I don't like them. He goes by the them. Okay. So
1: yeah, that yeah what that, okay. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah. So um crazy. Yeah, I just don't it's not somebody I'm gonna seek to go see a movie for, you know, is 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 no <laughs> so no, not gonna Well, at least we get Keaton's Batman, at least he'll be seen. <laughs> yeah. And now see now so Keaton is in that. Yeah, Keaton's in that and <sighs> so is Affleck. Both their Batmans are in it. I bet they don't want to be in it. I bet they don't
0: want to be in that Yeah. Well, I... You know, and there's so many rumors circulating that movie. Like, I thought... um At one point, a lot of people thought that, like, it was just going to be the Flash movie, but, like, way more Batman than Flash.
1: <laughs> well, okay. That... That I'll go see. And I'll just get yeah, past the Flash Just
0: shit. rename it... Yeah. Rename it Flashpoint. So could... Put in very so, little Flash, and then so, just do more Batman. Yeah.
1: So do you think there's been some... um You think there's been some stuff going on behind the scenes for a while now that we just didn't know about because now all of a sudden Snyder versus is rumored to be back intact and he's getting an overall deal. Affleck is in the flash. Affleck we know is going to be an Aquaman too because Momoa took a picture with him on the set. I mean, I don't think I don't know if he was supposed to do that or not, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't want him to just put that out on on his instagram no. <laughs> so. it's a
0: it's a it's a nice surprise though it's a good yeah. it's a good surprise
1: so do you think something's in the works do you think that do you think that Snyder has convinced Affleck that y- y- it's okay you can keep this train going you can keep the batman thing going and everything just, can be okay
0: i just think that like i think a lot of the fans were just getting ign- ignored like you know any other company would be like okay this is what the fans want so we're going to make a shit ton of money and do what they want Because they're going to go watch it. Um, But, like, you know, it's it's the same thing when the Snyder Cut came out. Like, I think there was, like, a live stream where Zack Snyder was, like, talking about stuff, like, talking about Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel, all that good stuff. And then, like, he just, like, showed, like, his phone screen. and It had, like, the poster for the Snyder Cut. And it just, like, kind of came out of nowhere. Right. After, like, everyone was, like, talking about it. And everyone went nuts. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did the same thing where, like, it just kind of comes out of nowhere and snatters like, "Yep. I I got it back. I got DC back." And everyone's well, like,
1: "Yeah." And also, too, remember we all we all remember the um you know, Affleck said it was like when they made what Justice League right when when what's his name mm-hmm. was involved and he was it was like the the worst just. experience of his life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and we all remember the interview with him and Henry Cavell. <laughs> he
0: just that was Batman, that was Batman versus Superman though. Okay. Wasn't
1: it? But he was like, he was just staring. Right. Like, cause he just was not, he just wasn't in a good place. Well now, you know, he just got, he just got married, remarried to Jennifer Lopez. He's like, he's been happy as he can be. Like you'll see him at places. He's always got a smile on his face and stuff. Maybe, maybe because of that, like Snyder talked to him and said, you're going to be Batman again. You just got You got to be Batman again. He was like, okay, fuck it. Let's do it. You know? <laughs> like So, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's
0: like, why would you not want to be Batman?
1: Well, because remember, I'll be S- Snyder, before everything fell apart, remember Snyder wanted, he was urging Ben to make his standalone Batman movie. Remember? Because, remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben
0: wrote it. We talked about it. We talked about it, like, on the first episode, I think. He wrote Ben's it. That's uh, a uh, solo film. He
1: was going to direct it, st- obviously star in it, and just, pff, fell apart. Just all hell broke loose. Well, and there's uh and it probably, there's storyboards. It was probably Ezra Miller's p- fault that it all fell apart. Too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well the um there's storyboards from the Solo Batman film where cuz the main villain was supposed to be Deathstroke and you know Deathstroke is just a ninja who wants to just ruin Bruce Way- Bruce right. Wayne's life he doesn't want to ruin Batman's life right. he wants to ruin Bruce Wayne's life Yeah De- Deathstroke was um, supposed to be in it yeah And the the storyboards are like the most detailed hand-to-hand combat like fight scenes like they're just insane they're, they would have been crazy.
1: Well, we'll just hold out hope and, we'll, and see what happens.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And, you know, like, I I liked the way Snyder Cut ended with Superman being evil. I like that storyline because, I mean, when you think about it, Man of Steel was, like, the, the one that wasn't, like, a corny Superman story. Like, it had, because, like, the whole thing about Superman is like, oh, he has superpowers and he just does good. But like, you know, when you have that much power, you I think you got to toy around with like, what if things went wrong?
1: Because <laughs> this is the most powerful being in the universe. Right. Yeah. Man of Steel was so, on So uh, They've been playing a lot on, I think it's HBO right now. It just, it's never bad, is it? Just never bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like always... I remember,
0: <laughs> I remember like hearing people. Say that Man of Steel like they they walked out of the theater because shut up just shut up I'm like (laughs) I'm like what are you talking about like it's like there is so much like emotion in Superman like he like Superman isn't just like some some stand up guy like Clark Kent like there there are some problems going on there's conflict because like he doesn't know
1: who he's supposed to be what was the reasoning for walking out the the filmmaking or the the comic book part of it or what like what. Probably the comic book part of it, you oh, know, God. like not Get... staying
0: true to who like Superman is, but like, you know, cause like, I think the, the evil Superman, like, you know, him conflicted with who he wants to be, is kind of like a newer Superman storyline. Right. So I just don't think a lot of diehard Superman fans were ready for that, you know, ready for that <laughs> question. What if he was bad?
1: Like, no. what if, what if things went wrong? They weren't ready for that. These are the people who can't handle things happening in their life. The, they just can't deal with they can't roll with it. <laughs> you know. God. Sometimes so, think sometimes things just don't work out exactly the way you want it. You just got to got to go a different direction.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, I think uh I think Man of Steel 2 would be
1: oh, that'd be, be so quite good. quite the pleasure. It'd be yeah, quite it would. the pleasure. I just want to see Snyder's name up on things again like big time. Me well, too. He's, and he's working on that that kind of that Star Wars type movie that Got what Charlie? Oh, Rebel it? Moon.
0: Yeah, Rebel Moon. That's I mean, he's still one.
1: is he still filming that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I it's don't good know. question. I, don't, it's, I feel like it's been been filmed for a while. You know, like it's been going on for a while. But I guess if it's yeah, because he was yeah, if it's like a Star Wars type movie, then it's probably gonna take a while. So
0: yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think there's just uh, I think there's people that just have faith in Snyder because, you know, those people know that he's made some banger movies. Like, people, like, dog on him, but it's like, you know, he made 300, by the way. Right. Which is, like, one of the most insane movies of all time. Right, right, yeah. I mean, like, did you guys forget about that?
1: <laughs> what, right. And Dawn of the Dead, the Dawn remake. The dead, yeah. Insane. Like, th- 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 that Quentin Tarantino calls one of the greatest openings in a film ever. Like, he's just like. Yeah, because it is. That, that whole sequence where she's comes home, takes a shower, goes to sleep, then zombies appear. Like, it just... And, like, she oh. drives off. <laughs> it's just insane. It's an insane opening. Yeah, she's driving
0: to the highway, and then, like, out of nowhere, like, that that truck just flies across the mm-hmm. street, and just, like, that gas station just explodes. <laughs> like,
1: yep. it's chaos. That's where And that's where he had started taking out, like, it started becoming this, this huge wide shot. And, like, the, then there's just, you yeah. see, like chaos everywhere like it's just all Hellsberg. helicopters buildings on fire <laughs> whenever there's a fire like whenever there's a building on fire and a helicopter just just roaming around in the sky you got problems you got problems yeah. at that point.
0: have you uh have you been seeing the videos i don't know why it's like a trend right now actually this is kind of a cool thing to talk about i know we're we're going all over the place right now but you know that's right, kind cares? of point this whole thing it's Monday um, night. <laughs> okay. Well, God. did you? Uh, have you been seeing? Oh God, when was this? I think it was a couple weeks ago when I first saw it. But there was a trend going around about like this. Oh, nice one.
1: <laughs> two double. for two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: Um, <laughs> there was like security cam footage of some. Ah, oh, what do you call it? I'm I'm blanking. A morgue. Yeah, it was security cam footage of a morgue. Oh, no. In China. Oh, no. And there was just two dead bodies, and one of them decided to wake up. Shut up. And, like, yeah, I swear to God. Shut up. We're at. Come on. Yeah, I didn't find it. I mean, because it's, like, yeah, but, like, Uh. it was was everywhere, right? (laughs) And people were like, oh, my God, the zombie
1: apocalypse is going to start. Like, it's going to be insane. But, um, no, it's not, you know, what? As, mean, much it, as, I, you know, as much as I love the genre, I don't really want it to come true because here's why <sighs> the older I get my, my lack, my lack of energy is starting to, <laughs> I just don't know if I can keep up with the zombies now. Like, you're, lo- you're losing the will to survive. <laughs> maybe, maybe 10, 15 years ago it would have been good, but God, if they come now, I'm going to be really, I'm going to be tired when they show up.
0: Yeah. It's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, you know, it was a creepy video, but like, I feel like it's barely, it's a uh, it's really easy to fake security cam footage. You just put like a, a running clock in the in the right. bottom corner and just make it black and white, yeah, with some like some pixelation. But um, but anyway, so like everyone was going crazy about like the, the zombie apocalypse is going to start in China. It's yeah. coming, and everyone everyone was making these videos and it's like pov you're in the zombie apocalypse but they're not walking dead zombies or world war z zombies and it's oh, like no. kids with nerf guns looking out windows are they're like they're like what <laughs> no
1: no <laughs> no i don't i don't i hope to god they're walking dead zombies and not world war z zombies oh boy oh if it's if
0: it's walking dead zombies i don't think I think we'd probably just have, like, two weeks off school. It would be handled, then we'd go back to normal. <laughs> That's an easy but one. World War Z zombies, the world
1: is gone within a week. Within a week, we're, we're done. Those zombies and the zombies from Army of the Dead, uh-uh. Nope. I don't want any part oh, of yeah. it.
0: Oh, yeah. If there's, like, alpha zombies running around on riding horses like Caesar, it's over. Mm-mm. Game over, buddy. It's not good. Yeah. Um. Did you watch Rexum last night? Oh, I watched the I watched the uh I just watched the second one before the podcast actually. So you watched both of them though, the first two episodes? Yeah, I've I've oh, caught up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh so good. So good. Oh, it's it's real life Ted Lasso. It is. I mean the town, like you know, the on the town is exactly how Ted Lasso I don't know where Ted Lasso films, but it's like the same mm. little streets and shit you know, in the but God, Oh, it's gold. How about the fact that uh Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney had only met on social media and bought this club and then met. They met in person after that. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Like, I just, um, I am so invested like in this story. Like I know like it's a documentary and like all this has already happened, but like I'm very, I'm just so entertained by the whole thing. I'm so intrigued to see like where the team goes
1: well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like for people like us, we don't follow soccer, so we don't know anything that's happened. Like, yeah. So if I watch this documentary, it's all like, I'm not going to have, I don't, I don't ever watch, get on and search soccer news, you know, or find out what team hasn't made it yet or anything like that. So, yeah. But the god, that little town and just the stadium and it's just so freaking cool. Just and so how, cool. and you know, just like how
0: everyone is so involved with the team like just like all the townspeople and stuff like that, and right, I just like everyone, everyone's like happy that uh Ryan and Rob made the purchase, but like there's still like that that skepticism going around town a little bit. Oh, yeah, not you quite
1: could, sold. Well, and how about the, how uncomfortable was the, the team when when Rob's guy made his little speech to the team? Yeah, Humphrey, Humphrey, no one, yeah, no one said a word, and then as he was I walking know. out, they were laughing, and I'm like, oh god, that would just be awful. I just, I, I love the way
0: that they're painting the picture of this whole mm-hmm. story. Like, um, I love how they, I mean, cause I don't know uh, that last episode, you know, some people got released from the team and some people got fired and stuff like that. So I really don't right. know who's like, who's staying and whatnot, but like, you know, like when they just kind of create characters out of the team captain it's like oh shit that's like literally roy kent from Ten Last. I know. Like, that's that's the roy kent that's the roy kent of the season he almost know, looks like him he almost ha- he's i got know dark like hair. yeah he's like he could you can tell he's a little bit older and like a little more damaged than all yeah. the other
1: <laughs> i was like holy shit this all is the other crazy. players it's so um, cool but um it's i yeah. love it i love it so much well and just and just be able to watch i mean robin and Ryan are just so freaking great, and I'm so glad it's on FX because you know they're not cutting anything out. And you know Ryan, Ryan likes to say "fuck" a lot. It's so good. I mean, he just says it at all times. <laughs> oh, and this is kind of like a little side thing that has nothing to do with um, with the actual Sh- Wrexham in the show. How about when he was redoing voiceover stuff with Sean Levy for the uh, Adam Project? That scene, yeah, the editing suite, yeah how about the fact that he had just had that little microphone on his iPhone or whatever. And he was just like talking into that. Did you notice that? See?
0: Oh yeah. I watching that scene was like so cool because it just kind of lets me know that no matter how high up you are in like the film industry or like in that field, you know, everyone, everyone's just still trying to make ends meet with the the resources that they got, you know, like they missed some audio. So like right in the moment, Ryan Reynolds is yelling, yeah. You know, ah like while they're flying through the ship in the moment like you know it's just and it's so simple because he's just got that little microphone on his iphone like i just love how you know even though like those are the the big names of
1: the industry right now like they're just still kind of
0: shooting yeah. the shit with stuff like that
1: yeah it was so great i mean i just i just love the, those little inside looks of how things get finalized like you know they get made <laughs> they're, they're still you know obviously the whole movie's been filmed but you know Ryan Reynolds is sitting there with a, a, a phone with a little microphone on it like doing voiceover work you know it's like so crazy you know I so,
0: I love it and I, I love the way the editing suite looked you know because like I think when you think of any big budget movie like you think they're going to get the best of everything right that was just like that was just some room with a couple couches and a dual monitor editing platform and they're just chilling watching the edit go and when they need some voiceover ryan is there to do voiceover just just chilling
1: just like a nice nice little comfortable like setup you know it's so awesome yeah 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 so it's cool it's gonna be good i'm uh i'm looking for yeah i think they're basically obviously they ended that season and you know they're gonna overhaul and probably just rebuild the whole thing but it'll be like you're like i'm two episodes in i'm like God, I hope these guys make it to the Premier League. And I don't even know anything about soccer. I know.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. Because, like, you know, obviously I played soccer when I was a kid. I don't – I, I watch the World Cup sometimes. Like, if, you know, I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. like Rob yeah. was in that last episode to watch a game. but uh, <laughs> That was great. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I like I like watching, like, the international games and stuff. Like, oh, my God, like, you know, is USA going to beat the Brits or something like that? You know, it's kind of cool played a lot of fifa i watched ted lasso and now i'm watching Wrexham. i'm like damn maybe i should uh maybe i should watch a little bit of soccer because like the idea of soccer is crazy like if you lose you just keep going down
1: but if you win you I can know. go up with the big boys it doesn't and matter you, who you are and just because like if you go down your salary goes down if you go up your salary goes up i mean it's just like boom like, It's crazy instantaneous. <laughs> yeah um yeah so i i'm i'm glad that's on that's uh that, um, it was exactly what I thought it would be. I enjoyed it. I was smiling the whole time. You know, like, uh, I just, God, I love, I love, I know they're not British. Wales, right? They're in Wales, but is that yeah, considered, Wales. that's considered, Brit- like, it's, is that British? Separate or? country. I know, but. Oh, I, like, uh, Welsh. Welsh. Well, more like, well, but anyway, you know, accents that I could, I could easily go to a town like that and just Walk the streets and go into pubs, and just it would be so freaking cool. God, those towns are so cool, absolutely. They look, they, it reminds me yeah. of, not only is it Ted Lasso, but it reminds me of um, the this is wait, um, oh god, <sighs> uh, the end of the world, this is at the end, or what's it called? Um, with um,
0: oh, um, uh, the world's end, yeah, yeah the world's Simon end, Peg, yeah, yeah, Edgar yeah, um, Wright,
1: yeah, just like you know, just pub hopping and little just little all the pubs look the same they're just all little wooden yeah. tables and shit and i love it i just love that whole area speaking
0: there. uh speaking of simon Pegg,
1: the at you know at
0: the theater i saw the thing Mm-hmm. october 28th they're doing a double feature of Shaun of the dead and slither shut up yeah i'm like i i think i need to go to that that'd be so fun
1: god oh just two just Great horror comedy movies, like just at top know, of the game. On the
0: big screen, you know, like. <laughs>
1: Why does it, is this your, is this the IU campus doing this or is this. Is this is the,
0: the IU, this is the IU cinema, yeah.
1: Son of a bitch. I, how can I get that the, shit over here? Well, I mean, you can
0: literally like, I mean, it's just like $5. It's $5 tickets for anyone.
1: Yeah, I know. I just don't want to drive two and a half hours for a movie. <laughs> yeah, you are <know> what? <laughs> two and a half hours for movies you
0: could watch at home. Yeah, um, I mean. <laughs> no, they got a good lineup. Like, they, you know, they showed The Thing. Uh, they got Shaun of the Dead. And so they're on Halloween weekend, basically. And then they're showing The Black Phone, like, in a couple weeks. Um, yeah, they got some good stuff.
1: Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it for me as far as, like, what I've kn- – I, I do you want to do a review of Samaritan first or do you want to hear my take on, uh, on me time?
0: Well, okay. Let's do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: wow, have, I have some stuff. Yeah, hold on. Uh, okay, yeah, go. I want to hear.
0: I want to hear about that because I have. I have some. Um, some quick movie news that I think is pretty right. important to say right now. to um, do a little rapid fire. Fight you Club
1: is coming out. Oh God,
0: Fight Club Two's coming out. That'd be yeah. sick. And <laughs> and the sequel to Seven, Eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, wait. Well. Okay. At the end of seven, did David Mills? Did he get like? Did he go to prison? But like, I know Morgan Freeman's character. He says, you know, take care of him for me or something like no, that. No, he. Uh, like, the, we'll they, make sure
1: he's okay. The main guy says, "We'll take care of him." And then uh, Morgan Freeman says, "Whatever he needs." And then that's it. Like, I don't know. I don't. Okay. I don't know if. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a cop, and the situation they let he They're. They're. That's saying they're they gonna let it let slide. Him, yeah. They'll yeah. work around it or. I mean, he was in the back of the car. He sure as hell wasn't in the front of the cars.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. I I always I always get a little a uh, little uneasy at the end because I'm like it wasn't David's fault. Like he had to
1: do it. He had You know to. there. No, he didn't. I mean, he lost. But you know there's a you know there was a, a sequel pitched right for seven. Oh really? Oh, and all and all three no. of them were like no, no, we're not doing this. Oh, like, gosh. No, when I when I say three, I mean. Morgan, Brad, and uh, Fincher—they're uh, like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, <laughs> not gonna do this shit. So. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't need a sequel for seven. It's one of the you most know, makes perfect no movies from start to
0: finish. Yeah, there's no makes, reason.
1: It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so uh, go ahead. I just we got to sidetrack there. Well,
0: yeah. No, you uh you sent me, uh this a while ago, I believe, but, Sean Cunningham, who uh was <gasps> a director and uh-huh. producer for the original Friday the 13th, correct? Right, Um, right. So he has been teasing the 13th installment to the Friday the 13th franchise. Yep. And here's the really cool part. In his Cameo bio, I don't know what Cameo is. I guess it's just like a site for industry people. Like a little... Something with social media. I don't know.
1: No, I think Cameo is uh, you get paid to uh, say things for people. Like if I said, if I want to pay, Oh, like, Oh, yeah. okay. That makes sense. But the, the bigger the celebrity are, the more money you get. Right. So like, right, right, right. right. You, you know, it's like steve could be on there. To, I could say, I want to have Steve-O say happy birthday to, to you or something. And he would like yeah. send a birthday message, but for Steve, I might only have to pay like 150 bucks versus somebody else. It might be two grand, you know? Like, so. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so Sean Cunningham's cameo bio states he directed and produced a, uh, the horror film Friday the 13th, creating the iconic villain Jason Voorhees. The movie has spawned 12 ins- installments with a 13th scheduled for next year. So that means, according to that bio,
1: they're probably filming that damn thing right now. Well, they just... I, I did see where, you know him and the other guy who wrote it because so he he produced it and directed it correct cunningham did. yes and then the Mm -hmm. dude who wrote it there was a whole thing over who had rights to the characters and all this it was the big case that was going on forever oh wait a minute wait a minute was the i i finally figured out what this problem was so i think it's because the guy who wrote the original he mm-hmm. was fighting over the fact that he said Jason should be his but Jason's not in the first one so Cunningham all this time was going well Jason was never in the first one so you shouldn't have rights to Jason i cuz i think Cunningham did the second one right did he produce the, uh, the second he
0: just it just said, like in his bio it just sit, states the friday the 13th and that would be the okay. original
1: Right. Okay. Well, maybe I, uh, I just know, I think that was the biggest thing because Jason never appears in the first one. So there was a whole debate of like, well, why do you get rights to him?
0: Yeah. I wonder
1: what Jason they're fighting over because,
0: well, I mean, Jason as a kid is in the original because he comes out of the lake, right?
1: Yeah, but it's just. But they say his name, but but that's not that's not you
0: know like the iconic Jason.
1: Yeah, they're not. It's not the hockey mask Jason walking around and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: it's not the. Oh God, you know what? I, I mean, I I obviously love hockey mask Jason, but I one hundred percent prefer, you know, white bag potato bag, with blue plaid shirt overalls, Jason.
1: Oh, when he's running through the woods in number two. Oh, boy!
0: Yeah, I think I think part two is the best
1: Friday the Thirteenth by far. Um, yeah, it's I mean of that series, I still I yeah still like the, three's
0: good, three's iconic, but like two
1: is just like a good horror movie. Yeah, it's I good that I my favorite one is the two thousand nine. I love that one so much. Uh, the Michael oh Bay. yeah, because he's big. Yeah, he's oh big he's just. I just had it on and you also get you get potato sack and you get uh, hockey mask at yeah, the same Yeah. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, that I had I just had it on the other day. I am already I I've, I've broken this horror thing so much, dude, you don't even know. <laughs> like um I had it on and oh that that initial scene before the title card even pops up, you know, you you get like yeah. 25 minutes in before it goes Friday the 13th. When that dude is stuck in that freaking bear trap and she's trying to get his leg open and he sees Jason running after him. And you know, he's just running and he just brings that thing up and hits. I'm just like, can you imagine a man that size running at you with a machete in his hand? We'll see the best part about Jason too, is like,
0: you know, Michael, Michael walks. Michael is not just a regular man. Jason is a big deformed man who runs and he's precise. He calculates. Oh, you know what I mean, like he runs yeah. after people because that that shot that you're talking about when he runs up on the guy in the bear trap, like he oh. kind of shuffles his feet a little bit and he's like aiming. He's aiming. Oh with yeah. One hand and he's getting ready to like <laughs> you know.
1: Oh yeah. Like it's so, <laughs> it's so funny because you know, I mean, look, the movie was made in this, what's the what's when did the first one come out in the late seventies or, or early eighties. Uh, I want to say I the think, first one's in the 70s, right? I think right? the first one, the first one I
0: think might be 1980 even. Okay. Oh, hold on. So, yep.
1: Uh, Wait. Uh, I think it is. Yep. I mean, so. Yeah, 1980. Know, you know, 1980, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what they used for terminology back then, but, I mean, apparently Michael's supposed to, or not Michael, uh, Jason's supposed to be almost like a form of Down syndrome, but. Not, I mean, I because he's not, he doesn't have, he's, you know what I mean? Like he's deformed. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know exactly what that deformity is, you know, like what caused it. But, um, but he doesn't, I, root. Jason was he, different. Yeah. He was, yeah, I, dude, in that, in that 2009, uh, the one where you really, you get the size of the man and just his actions of how precise he is and like knowing what's going on when, Pat Alecki and the girl are at the camp and they see him. She's like, somebody's coming and then they hide behind the canoes or whatever. And he's walking yeah. up the path with that, with the light behind him, you know, and just like carrying that body and he throws the body down and then he sees the backpack and he picks the backpack up and he looks around and he just goes over and slams on the lights. And he is just like, it's just like, what do you, what would you do if you were hiding from somebody like that? Like, <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, I just th- I just he's think he so is. Scary. Dude, I just think that version of what they did, what Michael Bay did, I just think that's like the best version of Jason. I really do. It's just so intimidating. You no, know, uh,
0: in in the the slasher horror community, horror community, a lot of people think that Jason just wipes the floor with like. I mean, he has with Freddy, but if he were to fight Michael, like a lot of people think that Jason would just absolutely destroy him. Well, and I, could, I just don't know cuz like I Michael's different like can you really kill Michael like is Michael killable
1: My, We've already seen in uh Halloween kills My, Michael can he can take some uh he can take some bullets he can take all kinds of stuff and, <laughs> like he Yeah he can
0: take some hits but like I Jason
1: especially the 2009 one that's just a different animal It's uh well we always said before the the new Halloween's came out if there was ever a movie with That Jason and Rob Zombie's Michael Myers. Holy hell. Oh, yeah. What a battle. (laughs) I mean. Isn't it? Just two giant uh, men.
0: Oh, I know. Just. Oh. Like, what? Okay, what if they teamed up? What do you do then? Nothing. You die.
1: You die. Yeah. Wait, what if? Oh, God. What if Michael and Jason teamed up in a movie? Who could they take on? Like you just have Godzilla. like a super fest of horror movie, like all in one all in one movie of just like these two guys taking on another set of horror, you know. But I I don't know who that would be.
0: We'll see. I mean, because like you could put you know the the three main faces of horror are Jason, Michael, right. and Freddy. Like those are the those are the big three. And Freddy's already I, gotten you, his. <laughs> that's why. Well, okay, well here that's that's the argument about Jason. It's like. Okay, Michael, especially with these last two movies that we've seen, with Halloween ends coming out, like we don't really know if Michael's a, a human male. Like, there's, I feel like there's something supernatural going
1: on. Well, not Jason already. One. Yeah, I don't think he's human. And I, I, after Halloween Kills, yeah, I don't think he is. It started to take on something a more. More human, uh, uh, not human. You know, it's like, wait a minute. He, yeah. Nobody can, not a human can take this. They can't take all this shit. There's something else. Him. Yeah, there's something yeah.
0: else going on. But like, you know, Jason already, he already beat Freddy, and Freddy, you know, lives in people's dreams. So like, he was able to bring Freddy out, and then he killed him. So we'll, we'll talk. You know,
1: we'll we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about we'll sa- that. <laughs> yeah, we'll say we'll say all this for. Uh, <coughs> we'll stop now, so we don't. But we'll say that. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna talk about that because. Freddy versus Jason is a very underrated horror movie. It's great. It, it is. is great. It's a good time. It mm-hmm. is a blast. Okay. All right. Um <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's good news. Um so hopefully next year. We got that. Year. Um If that do, if that does come got, out, dude, if that does come out, what what else was coming out next next year? Horror? There was stuff coming out next ha- Halloween around Halloween, right? Um
0: um so Saw next Saw, Saw is going to be in theaters. Possibly but Friday thirteenth. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Would Friday the thirteenth be? Would they release that around summer? Because I feel like you know it's a summery. Oh, that's a summer true. Movie. That's more of know. a campy. That's camp summer time. Camp, yeah.
1: But anyway, just um, next year we got that. We got. Don't we have the new Conjuring? Uh, no. New, uh, wait, Conjuring or Insidious?
0: We got. We got a new Insidious. Next Insidious year, Five. Right? Yeah. Yep. Woo! Good times. Oh, got good stuff well i mean just on top of that we also have evil dead rise april of 2023 Uh and the big news there is test screenings went really really well and it went it was gonna be an hbo max like you know just like an exclusive on hbo max but -hmm. now it's getting like a full-on theatrical release so it must be insane all right cool so we got that and then uh Scott Derrickson, who is the director of Sinister and Black Phone. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And he's already got another project going, and he's teaming up with Miles Teller. And Miles Teller is also starring and producing in this film. And it's called The Gorge. There's no plot right now, but it's described as like a genre bending, action filled love story. All right. I don't know what that means, but. There you go. <laughs> yeah. What's that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. Well I, have I no mean. Idea. I mean I just those are two names I never really thought would uh would team up, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I mean if Miles Teller's involved, it should be decent, so the start of something big.
0: He got Top Gun. He got Top Gun and now He's on the <laughs> you move. Do. You do have Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Um And then the last uh last little thing I got is big stuff for boys season four Jeffrey Dean Morgan has officially been casted
1: we knew it was coming we knew it was only a matter of time we knew- <laughs> thank god we got Dean Winchester and now we
0: got daddy Winchester yeah John John Winchester and now you know I'm thinking it's like okay you got those two like how do you
1: not how do you not throw in Patalaki for at least a cameo or something you know, yeah, they might. Well, he, you know what? Patalenki's—he's he's, when he started that um, Walker show. He—he he was on a podcast and he said that he, when he got, oh, I—I don't know, somebody came to him or he was going to do the Walker thing. Like he actually wanted Jensen to play Walker because he doesn't want to be in front of the camera anymore. Like he—he he wants. Oh, really? He wants to just produce. And do things like that, so I don't know how much he really wants to go out and do all these little side projects. Of, like he's got Walker, obviously he plays Walker, so he's got to be there for like th- all those episodes. And if he already yeah. doesn't want to be in front of the camera, I just don't see him like branching out and doing a whole lot of other stuff. You know, like. Um, well, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, maybe if he was just like a disposable
0: cameo, where like you know he's just a soup that like gets wrecked by Homelander or something like that.
1: Well, I'll on, be honest with you I mean, you know on Supernatural, you know Jensen's my favorite, and he always was. Yeah. I don't know if Jared Padalecki fits into the boys. I, I just don't.
0: I, I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean.
1: I mean, Jensen does for sure. Um, he's proven that. but as I we've knew that, seen. I, <laughs> I knew that. Seen. I knew that before. Like, it, like once it was said that he was going to be in there, I'm like, fuck yeah, he's going to be in there. Because he's he can pull, I mean... I've just seen him in things and and just certain even though Supernatural was a cable television show he just had these tendencies you're like oh my god if he could just get in in some gritty type show or something he'd be so good at it um and Jeffrey D Morgan we've seen him in movies he's going to pull off whatever the boys need him to pull off cuz he's freaking awesome yeah. so um yeah, so that's uh that was good news. I'm glad I hope he's I hope he's in there a lot. I hope it's not just like this one and done thing, you know, like one little episode I, of- I
0: feel like I feel like he's probably gonna play like another like, you know, comic accurate character. Like there there's a there's a comic character in the boys that's kinda like a ripoff of Iron Man. Uh-huh. And he's just like a big metal dude who's a piece of shit. So <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what? Um
1: there's a wait, is that what what is that? What? What would you what What is that character? What's it from?
0: Oh, it's from the boys. Like there's a there's a character oh, in the boys I got that's you. like a rip off of Iron Man.
1: Oh okay okay. I thought you were talking to like a whole other show. I'm like wait have I not seen this? Like what's going on here? Like so um
0: no yeah no. It's because you know like Soldier Boy is obviously like you know the worst version of Captain America and then Homelander's is like a Superman rip off and then right you know, well, um, kind of
1: like all these like parallels. Well, yeah, that's another Snyder movie. That's a Snyder movie. I, I'm, I'm afraid to say that I haven't seen. I've never seen The Watchmen before. I've never seen Watchmen either, and, and I don't know why. It. And it's the on... show's really good, apparently too. Well, I mean, but the movie, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in that movie. Like he has it, mm-hmm. and but like, it's supposed to be awesome. It's Zack Snyder, and I'm like, why have I not watched? Why have I not sat down and watched this movie? I don't understand. Like, it's just one of those movies. I'm always like, I always forget about it to even like, go watch it. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. So anyway, but all right, um, Samaritan or me time? Um, <laughs> let's uh,
0: let's go out here. We'll, well, I have I actually like wanted to talk about my three favorite Stallone moments. All so right. we'll go. I want to hear about your me time experience because like I just I have no idea what's going on with this me time project.
1: Okay, so uh, rated R comedy that okay. That- Netflix put out right, um, yeah. Kevin Hart, Mark Wahlberg. I sent you the, I sent you the Rotten Tomato scores right. Yeah. What it was six percent. Tom, to, to, how do you say it Tomato, tomato. Tom, there's. Tom, tom. Yeah, the to, tomato meter, whatever, yeah, whatever. Okay, <laughs> and then it was a thirty-four percent audience. Okay. Um, right, right. This movie's awful. It is awful. <laughs> um. It, really, it takes a lot for me to say that too. I, I usually have like I can usually, especially if it's find some, something. Well, I well I've got a couple moments, but usually if it's some if it's big name actors that I know, I usually am gonna lean towards. It was pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. I like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's funny as shit. But this movie's not rated R. This movie's a hard PG thirteen. Oh. And this whole this whole oh we made a rated R movie no no you didn't Tropic Thunder that's a rated R movie <laughs> The Hangover mm-hmm. is a rated R movie super bad what rated what R they movie. did in this movie that pissed me off more than anything other than just not being funny is when they would make some sort of possibly R rated joke <laughs> they just apologize for it later on in the movie they they meaning. Do you, okay so in Tropic Thunder and and I'm using these two because these are these are what I consider good hard hard R comedies, right? Because anything goes, yeah. right? Tropic Thunder Hangover, Hangover franchise. Yeah. How much family kid time was involved in those movies? Was there a lot? <laughs> right. Done. If you got an R rated movie, Maybe a
0: little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you got an R rated movie, 50% of that movie shouldn't be Fucking family, kids, and 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 family value bullshit. That you're trying to, you know, get over to the audience. I'm just like, what is this? Is this is ridiculous? Mark Wahlberg yeah. character was non-existent. It was almost, I think, mom said, she's like, it was almost like an afterthought character. Like it, it was just like, I just like don't he just even wasn't really, there. He was in it, but he, I don't. There, nothing stands out, <laughs> you know, okay. like a, you know, and. Okay, so Mark Wahlberg and um, and Will Ferrell, those two guys and other guys, chemistry, right? Just major chemistry. Yeah. Even in Daddy's Home, there it's a that's a family movie, right? Yeah. But um him and Kevin Hart have no chemistry whatsoever. It was awful. <laughs> it was awful. I there was just nothing. There was nothing going on. I wasn't I laughed twice. Like I laughed, okay, I had I had one real hard laugh and there's a fart scene. You can never go wrong with a fart scene. Okay, and I'm talking uh, Yeah, it was basically 10 out of ten. I'm talking it was like I rewound it because I was laughing so hard just to watch it again because it was so long. <laughs> and then what happened after that was even better. Um so I rewound it. it that that which I mean, it doesn't matter fart scene, it doesn't matter what the movie is like you're going to get me on that. And then yeah. The absolute best thing about this movie of which I laughed every time he was on screen, Andrew Santino. Andrew, oh, Santi- that's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot he was Andrew in it. Santino. I told mom, I said Andrew Santino should have been in the Mark Wahlberg position, and then and then yeah. then there would have been more fun, uh, more funny moments, and him and Kevin Hart actually had chemistry together in the scenes they were in, because he plays yeah. he plays a guy that uh, works at the school where Kevin Hart's the PTA guy or whatever. <laughs> Um. Yeah. It's fucking. Um. it's, But he is a married guy. Like Santino's a married guy. He's got these two crazy ass kids, and um, he was supposed to go out with Kevin Hart. And then there's a scene where he's at like he's yeah yeah I'm a fucking Legoland right now, man. Okay, I'm a Legoland. That's where I'm at right now, and uh, and then there's a scene towards the end where there's this huge party going on at Kevin Hart house, which he doesn't want to happen. I'm like, okay, God, just just let it happen. Just just let the fun, you know, take it. But Yeah. Freaking, he looks over and Santino's character, he's got this plate, this plate, and he's got like white powder and he's snorting. And he's like, Kevin Hart's like, is that cocaine? He's like, no, it's my kid's crushed up Adderall. I'm just, I I just, you know, so he's like snorting Adderall. (laughs) But he's, he, he was the funniest part of the movie and it was genuine. Like you could tell like, okay, this is just coming naturally. But overall, I can't. I honestly cannot stand when when people when these when these movies will apologize for everything that's happening in the movie. Just make the movie. People are gonna the the, the people like me are gonna watch the rated R movie. And there's a lot of us out there. That, and there's a lot yeah. of us that want that to happen. And the fact that they called it, I was so excited because I told you I like, hey, I, we might be heading back towards you know some sort of like actual good yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, from the first scene. Like, you know, when you're watching, you're, you're excited in the very first scene, you're like, "Uh Oh, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. just like, Oh yeah. Oh, too many times that's happened to me. Oh dude. I was just like, cause it, the scene that was happening was, re- that's the other thing about Kevin Hart movies too. Like, I like him a lot when he's with the rock because him and the rock have a good chemistry and they have good banter with each other, especially off camera. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the comedies he's in Kevin Hart like it's just the most ridiculous scenes like it's just it's just nothing that something that would never happen you know and they were doing yeah. those wing at the beginning they were doing like these wing suits and he didn't want to jump off and Mark Wahlberg's like this crazy friend you know and you know those wing suits where you fly and stuff he didn't want to do it yeah. and then he gets and then he falls and he gets pushed off or whatever and then he's flying through and then him and Mark, like Wahlberg like Wahlberg's flying to catch him and he's they're having a conversation while they're flying through the air. I'm like, okay, like what are we, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> we're, we're two minutes in. I'm already disappointed with what's going. Already on. Already exhausted. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was that. It was they the again. Netflix can kiss my ass on this R rating bullshit because they fucked that one up. That's not. That's it's not. Well, I
0: don't. I don't. <sighs> it's interesting because like I think Kevin Hart is like funny as shit. He is. But I just, I don't think I've really ever laughed at him in any movie he's been in. Like, I think he's just, it's kind of like, perfect example, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn might be one of the funniest human beings I have ever seen, just like through all of his content, like all of his podcast stuff, videos. Right. But like I, like, I think I started watching his stand-up one time, I just, it just wasn't good. Because, like, it kind of it kind of took away, like, the in-the-moment, in, in the moment like, random shit that he's all about. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he just, says, he just says stuff. And, well, it, and it, it's, most of the time, it doesn't make sense. And, then and the that's way, why and it's so it, funny.
1: I know, and he's from Louisiana, too, right? So, the way he says shit, he like, he's from that deep south. And, and the way yeah. he was, he's got these terminologies and stuff. And, like, the last time he was on Rogan, I know exactly what we were talking about. I was laughing. My Like, he'll just make a comment. And you're, you're right. It doesn't make sense. But I laugh because I just think it's funny the way he said it, you know?
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, and that's the thing, too. Like, I think that's why he's just such a genius because I, he knows who he is and he just needs mm-hmm. to say stuff. Yeah. Because, like, you know, his stand-up, it just seems so planned. And I think he had a, he said something one time where he goes, someone asked me what my favorite type of weed was, and I said cocaine. <laughs> and it's just like, it's just so good. Right. It's yeah. genius. Yeah. It's, uh, um, so yeah, yeah, Kevin Hart's also one of those guys. Like, you know, I think he's just funny when he's just doing other stuff when it's not, you know,
1: on I, camera th- saying lines. I think he's the funniest. If you watch him and The Rock when they're giving interviews, like during promotion, <laughs> yeah, that's when Kevin Hart shines when Kevin Hart is just being Kevin Hart, like he's just talking and shit. And yeah. He's, because he's so quick. But you know he he's a he's a workaholic and he does so much and I think it just gets saturated sometimes like he just he's involved in so many things and this uh, is just it's a, quality was, quality over quantity you know this was not good this was that yeah there's no way he Netflix just must have wrote him a check for like fifteen million dollars or something and he's like okay because there's no way if he, if he got the script. That was put on camera that he looked at it and mm-hmm. went, Oh yeah, this is good shit. There's no way. It's just not possible. You know, I, I almost want I almost want you to set through it so you can see just <sighs> how ridiculous. I mean, you, you might want to might do. Just, well, you might want to watch it. I mean, you'll you'll laugh at Santino and you'll definitely you'll probably piss yourself laughing at the fart scene. But <laughs> I just want you to watch it so you can just see how just not funny and clever. It is like, it's just, it's just so when you say
0: that they were like apologizing for stuff, like they were apologizing in the movie for, no,
1: what I mean is when I say apologizing, you do something that's R rated, right? Right. But, but then over here you have your scene where you're telling your kid how it's okay to be himself. Oh, you know what I mean? Like,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, yeah. an
1: R, it's an R rated comedy. We don't need the father son speech, you know. Like it's like it's yeah, a, like he's got he's got two little kids, and he embarrassed his kid on at at the talent show, and then in front of everybody, he goes through the dad speech and tells you, you know, it's like come on, no, 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 if fucking Bradley Cooper didn't do this in the in the Hangover, okay? Where this is, and that's why it was funny. He, like he was just a madman, yeah. And, and, you know, like just that's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying they apologize. I'm just saying that's how that's how they got away okay we're going to do this but over here we're going to we're going to give the family what they want you know like it's just like what what are we doing i no i know and like i don't know like i'm not
0: saying this because like you know i need to be catered to and blah 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 it's like especially with movies like today like comedy stuff i don't really like seek out comedy movies like full on comedy movies cuz i just don't think that they're going to make me laugh like it's it, it takes a lot For me to like laugh in a movie, I guess. Well, because like I mean, that's why I I like stand up comedy way more. Like I just don't think comedy movies are like good. Well, and they're not now. Like they're not older. Yeah, like right now, like the older comedies are just great. Like what you said, Superbad, Tropic Thunder, old school. You know, like all that stuff. Like that's just good shit. Step Brothers. I mean, all the Hangovers. Yeah, Step Brothers. Like it's just it's good shit. But now, like. I think I laugh in a movie when it's kind of like, when it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like the movie isn't a comedy, but there's like a funny moment that's like, it's like situational, you know? Like it just happened today.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of comedy movies, but of comedy movies that from 1970 up until about 2010 when everybody got freaking, uh, (laughs) you're hurting my feelings. Shut up. Just shut up. You're ruining it for everyone else right now. Like, And here's the thing. Yeah, here's and he's my th- like, you
0: know. Oh, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Well my other thing is too is I just you know, like Jamie Foxx has that um that movie that's been shelved, right? He made a movie. Right. I don't know what it's called, but he plays multiple parts, almost like a Eddie Murphy in um um Coming to America. I think he plays that. But like He plays a white racist cop in it. Jamie Foxx does, right? Um, (laughs) RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. Plays a a Mexican dude. Um, Yeah. And it's just, it's a hard R comedy. Put it out. Just put it out. Because. Yeah. One, if you're worried about pissing people off. You know what? Dave Chappelle doesn't give a shit. and He's still rocking and rolling. I mean, he just, he's still doing his thing. Just put the movie out. And quit apologizing for everything because at some point somebody's going to have to do it to get past the hump of everyone having to apologize for saying the wrong goddamn thing all the time. And because otherwise we're never, we're never going to see another, we're just never going to see any good comedies anymore. It's over. It's done. Like it's because if Jamie Foxx is worried about putting a movie out that he had, then who's going to have enough balls to put something out, you know, like it's just not going to happen. (laughs) I mean, Todd Phillips has and quit. Todd Phillips quit. That's what. I, know? That's what I was getting ready to say. Like, because of,
0: you know, the current atmosphere, and you know, like, oh, you're hurting my feelings, blah blah blah. Like, you know, that's not a funny joke. Todd Phillips literally turned into the Joker. You know, he turned into the Joker. Right. Comedy doesn't hit anymore, so he had to be the anarchist and go make Joker. So it's yeah. like,
1: <laughs> Joe was talking. Joe Rogan was talking the other day about the same thing about just comedy and, and he's like, you know, he goes he goes, when when I'm on stage and there's you know, I'm in an arena and there's twenty thousand people, we're all laughing together. I'm saying things and they're all laughing together. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I'm yeah he goes and I'll tell you, you know, I say some shit up there. <laughs> but guess what? Like, he's it's just comedy. That's all it is. It's just comedy. It just, just it's, it's making just, people just laugh. Just, they're just jokes. And he said, I, he goes and on the flip side, he goes, I love going to see one of my friends. I love going into a club and seeing one of my friends perform and 500 people in this club, you know, just laughing their asses off, like looking around to get that. Like, so you make eye contact and you know that I'm laughing and you're laughing and everybody's having a." get, he goes, it's good for you. It, it's good for your soul to do shit like that. And he goes, and we just yeah. don't he goes we just don't have movies that do that anymore the stand-up comedy is the only thing that's going to get you that fix right now you know so
0: and i mean and thank god that you know it's pretty recent too like uh you know with like stand-up comedy specials that you can watch like on netflix you know like there's so many so many specials on netflix now it's like you know what if that never happened like what where would stand-up comedy be I know. You know, like, I think it's probably bigger than ever now, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm a 21 year old kid, but
1: I, I just, uh, I didn't uh, grow up
0: with stand up comedy or anything like that.
1: Um, well, I mean, it's, and like Joe says, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a rare breed because what, there's 330 million people in the U S and there's he was talking he's like what do you think there are maybe a thousand comics that could sell up uh uh you know like a club on a given night he goes there's not too many of us you know that are doing this out here yeah. um but yeah it's um i don't know you know i'm glad netflix never gave into the bullshit you know and let dave Chappelle be dave Chappelle, and that's that's what that was one step in the right direction of just not i mean they literally even when people were complaining they're like nah we're not we're not pulling anything we're not gonna apologize for it <laughs> like we're just not doing it and that's you know? just like
0: okay well and also that's like a perfect example of why cancel culture is just not real it's not a real thing all it is is just like if you don't like like what you said if you don't have the balls to just like endure and just do what you do like then you'll probably like fall victim to the imaginary society of cancel culture but like right there is more people that want hard R comedy and will laugh at the things that we're joking about. than there are people getting their feelings hurt. Yeah. Like the people getting their feelings hurt and making a big deal about this are the minority. Like they're not, there's not a lot of
1: them. Well, and I, uh, first of all, comedies aren't, I don't think they're that they don't take that much to make. Right. I mean, comedies are what, like a $30 million budget, like somewhere. You know, it's, like,
0: it's always like comedy comedies and horror movies are always, I believe they're always uh, the cheaper right. budgets that make a have, lot more money. Like they they always make like a crazy profit because everyone always wants to go get a good scare in and, and people always want to laugh. So right. and they're, and, they're kind of like they're easy
1: genres to pick. Well, and my point to that is if, if you just take a risk on, if somebody just took a risk on a horror and just tried to, and let's just see if we can get back in, into it. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you there is enough people, like you just said, enough guys like me, enough guys like you, they're going to show up. They want to see a funny movie and it'll make money. So if that's, yeah, if, and then if you do. Then who gives a fuck what was in the in the movie? Just go, just go make another one, and people keep bitching, and they're gonna bitch till the end of time. There's gonna be somebody bitching about something forever. It's never gonna end. It's been like this forever, and it's gonna stay like this. There's always gonna be people bitching about shit. Always. Well, I I also yeah I don't understand why it's like
0: such a fear because. South Park is still going strong and South Park is like the big one of Prime like Zip. not giving a shit. Dude, and they're still okay. going. I meant to They'll tell you They'll go that.
1: until they die. Yeah. Oh, especially with that deal. They just, oh, they're, they're good for another 20 years. I mean, they just what, they <laughs> signed an overall deal of like $900 million. Um, oh my dude, God. <laughs> the freaking, the, um, oh my God, the pandemic special was on the other day. Yeah. Um, is that the one? Is that the one where they find out? Is that the one where the cops at the end, like, they get the okay with the tanks and shit, and they go to the build a bear? Oh, uh, when one? the cops get the, the that's the, the first one, right? Back or, yeah, I think it, so. It, but
0: is that the one? Is that the one where? Um, which one is the one where it goes like old person on the loose? Because like it's in the future, okay. I think it's in the okay, future. So, it's part two of pandemic. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's panda. No, that's the no. It's that's the vaccination special. So you had. Oh, you, that's, right, yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. So you had pandemic special, and that's where yeah, because when the cops get their funding and they they take off with like bazookas and shit, like uh, Motley Crue's playing and, and kickstart or, or yeah, you know, kickstart your heart and the <laughs> They, <thing thing. laughs> <laughs> um, but I was watching it and I'm you know, just the shit that was coming out of Randy's mouth and things that were going on. I'm like, thank God, thank God for these beautiful sons of bitches and. Th- I know like (laughs) they just they say whatever they want. They don't give a flying fuck and they make nine hundred million dollars. Okay, and I love it. I love it. I hope they sign another deal 10 years from now for another nine hundred million, because that means I'll still get to see Randy in his white underwear smoking a joint on on his farm. I think it's it's some of the best comedy that's ever happened before is the South Park. It's It's just the best.
0: Yeah, so it's like, how can you tell me that you know cancel culture can get anyone? When see, that's what I don't understand. Th- like those two guys are just going at it,
1: and that thing, you know, this shit isn't being hidden in some random streaming. It's it's on cable television every day. It's just there. It's, it's promoted.
0: It's promoted like there's nothing else to watch.
1: Right. They're like so they have their Paramount Plus deal, and that's where they air. But these two they were being replayed on Comedy Central where they're usually you know yeah. and i was just like oh this is so good i turned it on and i'm like oh my god i forgot how good these were like it, it you know cuz we watched them like what a probably a year ago or something like that and um oh we yeah dude, the uh, the, vac- you know. the the vaccination special all the old people remember walgreens becomes like a club <laughs> scene <laughs> and they yeah. won't let they won't they, let get, young they people get it before everyone else yeah, they won't let young people in. They get all cocky and shit, all the old people do.
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever scene it is, like I think I think it's I think Stan went back to go get Randy when Randy was old at at like yeah, the retirement home. And when whatever happens, an old person leaves the retirement home and there's a big alert that just says old person on the loose and it was
1: one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, so anyway, that's yeah, um, I don't know. That's my take on me time. That's that's what I give you on that. So um just awful. Comedy, comedy, comedy. I just uh yeah. All
0: right, I don't so know.
1: You start off on Samaritan. What do you think of Samaritan? Well it was a
0: movie and I like I liked it. I did like it, but what I will say, I think it is a movie that is a victim of settling for pg-13 and not being rated r like all the other ones
1: (laughs) like like everything else right now like yeah like like anything
0: else um yeah so that's like because i thought it was a cool story like i like the background of like two twin brothers growing up one's bad one's good um and you know it's like it's like a superhero movie that's like grounded like when when they did the flashbacks of the superheroes like they're just kind of wearing like these makeshift like metal suits and stuff and they look similar. Mm-hmm. And you know, like going into this movie, I thought it was going to be like really similar to the boys and it and it was. But I just think that the movie would have been a lot better if it was rated R, especially and you know, I'm not going to say any spoilers. It would have been a better movie if it was rated R, especially with the twist that was at the end, because it was a good twist that I yeah. really didn't even see coming, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, um, um,
0: I just I, I thought I had like a I like the kid. The kid was cool. I like I like the villain gang and stuff. Like it, it was just it's a it's a B action movie, you know, and it's fun to watch. It had a slow buildup, but like the ending parts, like that yeah. third act, was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, I liked it, and, you know, I'm a, I mean, me and Stallone go way back, so. Um,
0: right, it's Stallone, too, you know? It's
1: Stallone, I mean, he's still pulling it off at 75 years old, or whatever he is now, Um, he's still able, he's starting to, there's certain movies where they where they make him look older, that you see the age, but then, like, like he, you know, how he looks in this movie, he's kind of got the gray, and. He still, God, he still got that freaking massive back, doesn't he? That, that back and shoulders, uh, the scarred, but, uh, yeah. But like, then you see him in promo stuff for um, his new TV show, um, the King of Tulsa or whatever, and he looks younger than he did. And you know, like he's he just. Uh, but I yeah I like I mean, I wasn't cuckoo for cocoa puffs over it or anything like that. You know, I just I I watched and, it I yeah, I it liked just... it and. Yeah, I wish I would have liked it. I'm with you. I, I just wish there would have been some, a few more aspects of things that could have, you know, could have gone on there.
0: It's it's just it's a perfect example of like what we just talked about. It's just they held back and they didn't have to, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like I, especially with that twist, like I just said, it would have been insane if there was like blood flying around and he was you know snapping people's necks and stuff like that because. I what don't know. I do? And like, would you I, know, yeah.
1: I don't understand because, and you're right. I mean, because they could have easily done that. Um, it's a prime. Especially it a with
0: prime. it's, it's a, yeah, it's an Amazon movie. And their big, their biggest show is the boys where they don't hold back anything.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I don't like, there was no reason, you know, you don't have to hold back. I don't know what you're trying to do. Are you trying to pull kids into their basement to watch this movie by not making it all? I don't know. Like what? You know, it like... had
0: some, it had some family movie aspects, like the score sometimes, like the music would be playing like during a kind of like a comedic moment between yeah, um, Samaritan. Yeah. And then, uh, the kid. Yeah. I and know. it's just kind of like... like, it's got like this, it's got this, uh, music playing that I would listen to if I was like a 10 year old watching like journey
1: to the center of the earth or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking you about. Know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, um. Yeah, you're right. Like, there's no reason for that because it is on Amazon. It's what gave us the boy. And, oh, even the Terminal List. The Terminal List is some of the most yeah. violent shit I've ever seen. And, uh, I mean, I like to watch a lot of violent shit. And that, that show, holy hell. Um, yeah, they could. I mean, and look what Stallone's done in pa- his pa- I mean, look what he did in the 2008 Rambo. I mean, he cut people apart with knives and 50 caliber and machine guns.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, so I mean, they could have they could have done more, but I yeah, I'm with you. I don't not like it. I just I'll probably I probably never click play on it again. Like I would, you know, Rambo or something like that. I mean, I'm just not gonna watch yeah. it again. Uh, so and that's I mean, I really don't have much more to say about it. And that's why
0: I think we should segue into our favorite moments of Stallone ever. Like why, really, I, I mean, I made. Well, I'm just going to ask you, what is your favorite Stallone moment? Like, what is, like, when you watch Stallone on screen, like, what is the moment where you just go crazy?
1: Well, I don't really. Hmm. I mean, my favorite.
0: Oh, shit.
1: I I have three. I I I have three that I wrote down. Well, I didn't even list anything. I just think, I think Stallone needs more time than a couple couple moments here. But um, I would say my, are, when you say moment, what are you talking are you, are, you want me to do a movie? Like, my favorite movie? or?
0: Oh, well, I did, I have two rainbow moments, and I have one Rocky
1: moment. Oh, so a moment. Okay, well, give me yours. Give me yours, and I'll tell you what I, yeah. Well, I just, like, I wanted to talk about Stallone because, like,
0: part of the reason is like I I mean no, know Samaritan was like good but like I just didn't want to like talk about a Stallone movie and that was it and just like put it to rest it's like we gotta we gotta remember how badass Stallone is I know and we could
1: also we could also give him a whole hour too so <laughs> could we <laughs> okay well here
0: then I'll just say this I'll I'll leave us with one then okay what you just said we're going off of this topic of hard R comedy and not holding back blah 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 and you just mentioned the 2008 rambo like i hope people don't forget that rambo ripped out a guy's throat in that movie
1: yeah like it's and it's one of the
0: it's one of the most violent brutal things ever because it's a it's a stealth kill yeah and what i remember about that scene is like he He grabs that guy so hard, and, like, he's squeezing his throat, and there's, like, blood coming out. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he's, like, holding the throat in his hands, where, like, you see, like, the throat just kind of, like, all jumbled up in the guy's neck. But, like, there's no music playing. And I think, like, the light overhead is just kind of, like, shaking back and forth. And, like, all you hear is just, like, the woods around them, and it's, like, super quiet. And he's just squeezing this guy's throat.
1: Yeah, he picks him up from behind and the guy's smaller than him so he picks him up off the ground and <laughs> and he just, like, his massive, like, HGH fingers are just, like, just wrapped around his, like, vocal, like his Adam's <laughs> apple and he just digs his fingers in the each side of it and then just rips that bitch out and drops him down on the ground. It's, uh, I mean, ra- that Rambo, okay, first of all, let me hear, probably Rambo is my favorite of all this because that's, mm-hmm. God, it's so hard. Fucking Rocky Two. I mean, I I got to know Stallone because of the first Rocky. I remember watching yeah. I remember I remember watching Rocky Two, sitting on my grandparents' floor and it was playing on T V like it like obviously had already gone to the theaters and and I just just remember thinking like what what's going on right now? This is so good, you know? This <laughs> is the greatest thing ever, you know, yeah. and uh but Ram- but First Blood, the first Rambo, my God, what a picture, good picture, good picture. <laughs> um, yeah. But to go with what you're saying, in that Rambo in 2008, he ripped that throat out. He also gutted a dude in that one too. Like the the main yeah. guy, he got the main guy comes across, it comes out like he's hiding behind the tree, and that guy comes running and he stabs him in the stomach. And then just proceeds just to gut the shit out of him, like just just all over, just sideways, and and guts are flying out. Then he hops into the back of a army jeep and decides to load up a fifty cow, and it's... and shoot and shoot the guy who's literally five feet from it and blow him up, and then just start just destroying people. I mean, just cutting <laughs> him in half with this gun. And I don't know, it, like. If that offends you, just don't watch action movies so that I can see shit like that because it doesn't offend me. I'm okay with it. Just let me keep watching it, you know? But you're right. Yeah. What Stallone did in that movie, he could have easily done shit like that in this movie. Like, he could have... Yeah, in Samaritan. He could have destroyed some people in a very evil way, you know? But it just didn't lead that way. I just... um, Well, when it comes to Rainbow, too,
0: especially, like... After the 2008 Rambo, because like I like Last Blood, like there's a lot of crazy kills in Last Blood. Like he just destroys some guys in that movie. The last, but the like last
1: 20, the last 20, well, last 30 minutes, because when he goes back to Mexico for the to to get her, like he yeah. destroys people. He destroys. That's where he cuts the <laughs> cuts the one brother's heads off and leaves him in the bed. Remember? Oh yeah, that's how that's but how the, just that's like, how the older brother fig- finds out that he's dead. He goes to his house and is he's, he's like he's he's propped up with no head yeah <laughs> uh, oh <laughs>
0: yeah yeah rambo's brutal Ram, rambo rambo uh, he
1: was taught some violent shit well the thing is rambo wasn't rambo wasn't brutal until the 2008
0: the first one yeah first well blood, like yeah
1: but he wasn't like like, he wasn't... I don't know. It's like something turned in 2008, and then this last one, Stallone stayed with it, of just this, like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: this angry old man thing or something. I don't know what it is, but he just... Those two... Those last two movies, he just destroys people. Um, You know, First Blood, he he just wants something to eat in First Blood, for the love of Christ. That's all he wanted was just something to eat, you know? Yeah, you can you can see the
0: change. Like, you can see the demeanor change in First Blood. Like, he goes from... Ha- it's it's when he figured out his um uh, his friend died, oh, like that's when he his, got sad and like you know
1: he was hungry and then it just got worse for him. He 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 was so happy walking down that hill. He was gonna find his friend. Friend's dead. Yeah. Done. Done. Uh,
0: he and was so he, he was so big we just couldn't fit him in the picture. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he just uh and then he just wanted something to fucking eat. That's it. That's it. And All it came down to. I. It's like when, it's like John. It's like John Wick and the dog. First Flood is right. his, his food, and John Wick is the dog. That's the only reason these th- these two stories happen.
0: And, like, I think one of the really cool things for me, too, is, like, when I was a kid and you show me Rambo, it's like, oh, Rambo, Soldier in the Woods, awesome. Like, it's just an 80s it's action perfect. movie. But, like, I, a, grew, a,
1: I grew up. And it's a good movie, too. It's a good movie. It's oh, like, yeah. It's but, filmed. Well, that's what I mean.
0: Yeah. I grew up and, like, there, there's so much depth that is unspoken to, like, Rambo's yeah. character. Like, the amount of pain that that man has been through and, like, how he's just been lied to. He's been crossed. And well, he you just can't get a uh, break. And,
1: yeah. You said in the 2008, the, the scene always gets you is when he's laying in his hammock and he's dreaming, but it's the Rambo from First Blood. Remember?
0: Oh, yeah. It's the most beautiful and- thing. Yeah, he's... He goes to sleep. He has all the, like, you know, those flashbacks from like all the Rambo movies, and then like uh-huh. the the guy from the church yep. is like John Rambo. But then yep. that is that audio is laid over Rambo in the f- in the very first movie where, um, oh my God, what's his name? Troutman. Yeah, Troutman. Trout- Troutman's Trout- talking to him through the yeah, talking to him through the uh, the radio, and like it just. They just stay on that shot with the rain pouring. And it's like, I think when I first saw that, I'm like, wait, is that actually the rainbow in this movie? No, no, it's not. It's just yeah, like the he, saddest thing ever. Yeah, he's, uh,
1: yeah, it's like he's, he's hearing that, that preacher saying his name, but he's hearing Troutman. And then it, it cuts to him sleeping in that, that mine. Remember, he's got the fire going mm-hmm. in the mine. And then when he wakes up in that, then it's him back in the 2008, and that preacher standing there. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. I love it. There, there is more story in that one shot yeah.
0: with him waking up in first blood in the woods, and overlaying that with the audio of the guy from the church in 2008. There's more story in that combination of audio and video than than some full feature films.
1: Yeah, yeah, like more me st- time. Yeah, like Me Time, exactly. Yep. Me Time never even... I don't even know what story they were telling there. It's something. So, um, God, it's just...
0: Yeah, but... um, you, you could give me a shot of Rambo standing in the rain with, like, a frown on his face of just pain. That's better than half the movies that come out today. Just that one shot.
1: Yeah, that's... um. Well, here, since we're just on the brutal, like, so in that one, he did all that shit. In that, in Last Blood, see, he's not that brutal. Like, he's, he killed, no, he doesn't. He actually doesn't kill anybody in First Blood. Um, yeah. Yeah, because he even says to him, I could have killed you all. You know, we've already talked about that. But, um, mm-hmm. two, yeah, the people deserve to die because they were Russians and, and and North Koreans. So, they, you know. That, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He started killing people then because they, again, and then he killed, they killed that girl that he had, you know, he was going to, mm-hmm. he'd finally found somebody that he could mesh with. And nope, they killed her. So then that turned into, a, you know, hell for them. And then three, uh, three, I like, I like three because, um, just how freaking big and jacked he is. In the three. I like love the, three. Three's three, great. The, the stick fighting, the, stick, the, stick, the oh. stick fighting opening is just so good. Yeah. The stick fighting is great. You know, it's uh, obviously it's not in the jungle like he, we're, look, you know, our woods were now in, um, where are they at? Um, uh, Afghanistan or something like that, or I forget yeah, where they were, like but yeah, cause the Russians were right there and blah, 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 more Russians, more Russians were involved in that one. <laughs> it's um, always, Yeah. But yeah, there were some cool, cool scenes in that, but that one was because, you know, he wasn't going to fight. He wasn't, he was living that, that peaceful life with the freaking like a uh, Buddhist people or something. And then Troutman goes missing. Well, got to jump back in. You gotta go get Troutman, you know? Um, and then eight, he was freaking living his life again, and they—it was all because of Julie Benz's character. He—he didn't—he knew that girl was there, you know, and was, had been taken. So, let's get the arrows, let's get the bow and arrow out. Yeah. Start. <laughs> it's so good, but yeah, two thousand eight. Like he wasn't that brutal in in one, two, and three, but whew, number four, something turned in number four, and he just was a—I mean, just destroying people. I mean, just destroying yeah. people. And then I, I think the, four is just so underrated too. I don't
0: think a lot of people like realize oh, like, I love what four. that movie is to so the franchise. It's, it's such a big turn.
1: It's like such an important movie for his character. I love four so much. And, and Stallone directed that one. That's why he's so good. Like the ones he, yeah. the one he's directed, and he's in charge of, they're, they're solid. Um, mm-hmm. I wish he would have directed a lot. I like the last one. Um, I just don't like all of it. There's certain scenes I'm like, "Eh." But um, yeah. But again, <laughs> like it's th- I was telling you, remember I, I texted you and said I was just gotten uh, I was watching it. That's he stabs the guy in the freaking in the um in the in the leg. He's trying to get information. He then takes the bo- the back part of his knife and breaks his collarbone and then digs his oh. thumb. He digs his oh. thumb underneath the collarbone and snaps it. And I was like, "Oh, it's so good! It's just so good!" <laughs> and then he just goes in, and th- that's where he goes into that brothel or whatever. Where they've got all those girls, and he just starts just beating the piss out of all the guys that are in there with him and stuff. You know, God. like it's yeah. So anyway, but yeah, one we'll John, have more, John we'll have Rambo. More, yeah, one we'll more Stallone stuff at some point, but um, yeah, we'll that's, uh,
0: I just didn't want to. I didn't want to leave this episode with like. Uh, you know, a negative thing about Stallone, like a recent yeah. I mean, that's not. i got
1: We always got to remember. I'm not negative over Samaritan. It's just. It's just, it's just mo- not the best. You know when you you know when you have those weekends where you watch you watch one or two movies and you're like, yeah, that was a good weekend for movies. I got yeah. done. I was. I had so much hope. I was like, oh, I got two new movies to watch. I'm like, well, that didn't just that didn't go as planned. Did it? I mean, <laughs> just like.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think we're hitting a drought. With uh, <sighs> movies coming out right now. Well, thank God like for a, uh, for a little bit.
1: Thank God for we got some shows coming out. Well, Rexham just started. We got the Steve Carell uh, therapist show where the he the guy's a Sarah Comes killer. out tomorrow. Yep, we got that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Wait, something out. Wait, what did I see? Something come. what's comes out September September ninth?
0: Uh, Barbarian probably.
1: Now there's something else. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, that well,
0: barbarian is what I get the early screening of uh, this right. week, so I'll be I'll be talking about that. Um, yeah. Don't uh, worry, darling. At the end of September.
1: Yeah, what was that? I can't remember what else it was. There was something else. Well, Black Adam comes out in September, right?
0: October, I think.
1: October. Yeah, I I forget yeah. there was. I saw there I saw something was coming out that kind of caught my attention, but yeah, you're right. There's not a whole lot coming out until we get. Halloween ends and that yeah, kind of stuff. We're reaching a drought. Yeah, yeah it is what it is.
0: So tough scenes. All right. Already, we'll call it episode sixteen. Done. All right.
1: Later. Goodbye.
0: Good night.